Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to Ruthette. I've been meaning to listen to Ruthette. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Talk about it. Hey! Wow! Did you did you just hear that theme song? That, that was so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that I love theme song that we've totally already created. Yeah. Um, on the beginning of this. By the time, uh, by the time you're listening to this, um, there would pro- hopefully there will be a theme song, but. Right if there's now, not, then this will be really embarrassing. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we but we've refused to cut it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a totally easy thing to cut it out. We don't edit any of this. No, 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 no. Um, I did. Hold on. Like this is a true story. I did. Like, um, today I spent a little time. Like edit. Like I try not to curse, and uh, so like um, I edited me out saying the s word, and I, it was very and I. So if I curse, bit... are you going to edit out? Well, my, it, it like... doesn't seem like you care. Like I really don't. I don't. But like I, I'm a good little boy. I have a just reput- a look on of disappointment on your face. I have a like. reputation to uphold, um, and yeah, uh, the, the my, my the headmaster wouldn't have it if I cursed. So, um, we're not gonna, but this isn't Headmaster Talk. What is this, what, 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 what is this podcast? I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. A show where we, uh, go through albums we haven't listened to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. Isn't that a great log line? Yeah. It's a good log line. Um, it is, it is. I, I pray to God I'm using the word conduit correctly. <laughs> it just sounds it's a big enough word just google it before no you no write a log line next time <laughs> um uh so okay so this is that's um i just described it um you sound like hella nervous by the way what <laughs> i'm fine i'm totally normal i'm just a normal guy hanging out okay um so this is i've been meaning to listen to that um, and I feel like the world doesn't really know who we are yet, so let's, uh, talk a little bit about our musical background. Um, how did you get into, like, how, um, how did you get into music, basically, is the question. See, I feel like it's a wonder that I got into good music ever, at all, because when I grew up, um, it was just, like... I was raised in a house that only listened to, like, country music and Christian music and pretty much nothing else, um, and it was really sad, but, uh, I don't know, somehow, like, I just got past that, and I think part of it was just getting interested in, like, playing music and, like, singing and stuff, like, um, because country music, like, sucks, (laughs) To, like, oh, call, play. Hold on. No, I mean, not, like, not it's it doesn't suck as an entire genre. Mm-hmm. Like, there are good things out there, like, occasionally. Um, but like, as far as like playing it and singing it goes, like, um, it just wasn't as 
interesting to me, like, and as stimulating. So I think, like, I kind of sought out other things, um, and, like, part of it was, uh, probably, like, my friends introducing me to things, and, um, yeah, it just kind of grew from there. I think, like, uh, when I really started to branch out, like, the, um, first band that, like, I really listened to that was, like, so much different than, like, what I had dealt with growing up was, um, Paramore, actually. Paramore, yeah, yeah. So then I went through, like, an emo phase for a while that kind of, like, low-key never ended. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so, like, I listened to, like, Paramore, Panic at the Disco, like, I hated Fall Out Boy, and then I ended up liking them, like, well after then. Um, but, like, just, like, a lot of bands like that, and then, um, it kind of shifted then to where I got into, like, some more, um, classic rock stuff, some more indie, like, um, just really, uh, expanding it more and more, and, like, now I can honestly say that I, like, appreciate things from probably every genre, which is always a cop-out if somebody asks, like, what your favorite band is and you say that, but, like, it's true. I think that, like, um, I can find something from, like, any genre to appreciate, and, like, I, I don't know, my Spotify is all over the place, (laughs) so... Um, what kind of, like, uh, what kind of albums were you listening to, like, uh, before? Like, what kind of country and Christian albums were you listening to before? Like, Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, uh, like, Garth Brooks, mm. George Strait, like, just kind of stuff that my parents were into, like, um, Brad Paisley. My brother actually went to a Brad Paisley concert when he was younger, um, and then eventually, like, kind of towards the end of listening to country music, I got into, like, Taylor Swift a little bit, like, when oh. she was still country. Um, and, uh, like, I was, like, really, like, into her music for a while, which is embarrassing now. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, like, that's kind of the country side of things. Christian music, like, um, it was all over the place, like, uh, Jars of Clay, mm. um, <laughs> Like, uh, towards the end of that, it was more like Hillsong, like, um, Bethel, like, more worship type of music. Definitely not into that now. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, growing up, it was, like, um, Jars of Clay and, like, uh, Third Day and things like that. <laughs> but, like, just pretty much, like, contemporary Christian music. Are there any, like, uh, Christian and country, like, um, musicians that you kind of, like, still like to this day in any ways um i feel like i get nostalgic about Mm. certain ones so there aren't really like um a lot of artists that i still follow um i think that some of them are like some of the more like alternative christian artists like reliant k or switchfoot or something like Mm. i still enjoy like listening back to that stuff um with uh like country music um it's a little bit harder because like that became associated with some kind of bad memories for me Mm. Um, but, uh, like, there's still, like, it's more, it's less, like, specific artists and more just, like, specific songs that, like, if they play, like, I will kind of, like, be a little bit nostalgic about it. Marry me, Juliet, you never have to be alone. This love is difficult, but it's so real. Oh, God, Taylor Swift walked in. Get out of here. Okay, goodbye. Ugh. Taylor Swift just walked in. That was, that was upsetting. 
That was upsetting. Yeah. She just, <laughs> wa- she just walked into your apartment. And, like, and just start, she didn't say hi. She just started singing a song from 10 years ago, probably. Yeah. Um, More yeah. than 10 years ago. I think that was, like, 2005. Um, yeah, like... Um, Gross. Hmm, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. So how did you get started with music? <laughs> I, I felt like I was so distracted by Taylor Swift. I was like, I'm starstruck by her. Like, uh, yeah, Andrew still like really likes Taylor Swift, and it's not even like a low key. Thing it's it's either. like it's like um, I appreciate I appreciate her more now than uh, the old school country Taylor. I I think she's like. Um, I think she's a really good songwriter. I think she writes really good hooks. And, um, uh, yeah, she's pretty. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm blushing. I'm brushing my hair. I'm, I'm blushing my hair right now. <clears throat> we could start this podcast over. Like, we could, <laughs> we could just start, we could just stop it and then, no, um, but all that stuff was good before. Um, I got into music, um, I was like kind of a late bloomer in a lot of ways. Like, I, very similar to you, I was like very much into like as a child, I was into like gospel and like uh, hymns. <laughs> Ooh, hymns, hymns specifically. The only good songs are hymns. Um, no. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I remember like uh, my grandfather had. Uh, I'd rather have Jesus on like vinyl, and like. And like it was like really, it was like a really like, like a bassy singer. Like I'd rather have Jesus than any. It's like kind of, <laughs> kind of what he did. Um, and I remember just like playing that over and over. I was like really super into that song in particular. Um, but like in middle middle school or high school, like early high school probably, I remember getting my first MP3 player. And it wasn't even it wasn't even a Zune. It was like yeah, I had one of those. Like, like, I don't. I couldn't tell you the name if you off had off brand of the off brand. I couldn't like. tell you the name if you held a gun to my head. Like, <laughs> like um, it was like this blue, like proto iPod thing. And um, I used to like, since I had no like frame of reference of like, oh, what song should I listen to or like what artist should I really get into? I remember just like filling it up with like um what's it called um just songs i heard on the radio just songs i kind of recognized um like on the radio i'm like oh i remember that i like that song i'll i'll put that on my ipod i'll put that on my skloon that that's what i'm (laughs) gonna call it my skloon i'm gonna put it (laughs) on my skloon and um i also um and i didn't even like buy the albums or like get the cds or whatever i just like rip youtube like audios and like put them on my ipod and they would they would like have the long like reliant k blah 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 they would like have the full title of the youtube video on (laughs) on the thing um not subtle at all yeah yeah and um i also like would uh rip um you know episodes of the simpsons and episodes of um arrested development and stuff like that and put it on my my skloon and like listen to that like while i was like walking around so you um, would listen to the um the audio of um instead of like watching them i would i would watch them in bed and and like this one inch screen 
Uh, oh, so it did have a screen. It had like a one inch, it's like a one inch screen. <laughs> and then like, and, but I would also like listen to it like in school and such. Um, <laughs> and that's how lame I was. Um, I didn't have a girlfriend. Uh, still don't. Ladies out there who love podcasts and who have gotten to this point in the podcast and haven't given up on us yet. I mean, really, like, if that's you, then, like, it's prime, like, yeah. connection there. Uh, so, but I remember the first artist I really got into was um, Childish Gambino, um, and also, like, Frank Ocean, too. Um, but I remember just, like, being a huge fan of Donald Glover um, from Community, also from Derek Comedy. But it was, like, very tied to, like, like I was such, like, a sitcom nerd at that time. I was such a... And I was, like... It was, like, my link into the world of music. I was very, like... It was around, like, 2011, by the way. 2010, 2011, by the way. When I started, like, really, like, getting into music and, like, actually, like, appreciating it as an art form. Which is, like, very, very late. Um, yeah, I think I did it, like, when I was in middle school. So, like, when was that? That would have been probably, like, 2008, 2009. Yeah. Like, I really kind of started to branch out more creatively around that time, too. And I think that those two are, like, inherently together. Yeah. Um, and I, I meant to say, like, Paramore is, like, it's kind of like the, the link between, like, Christian music and, like, you know, alt-rock and such like that. Stuff like that. Because they were, like, a Christian. I don't know if they still well, are. Well, and they they aren't, really. Oh, okay. But um, they, like, used to tour with Reliant K and mm. stuff. So, like, it was very it was a very easy jump to make from one to the other. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So those are our origin stories. Um, <laughs> this is so bad. Anyway, um, um, what's the next thing? I just I just remember like uh, when we were like friends like a few years ago like you like you were very against Spotify and like using it and like you you like went on you went on this like speech about like how Spotify like you're right you're you're you are right by the way I I'm know like, I and like and I still have the same views on Spotify. Mm -hmm. However. The, like, and I don't pay for it. Like, I wouldn't um, use Spotify if it wasn't, like, so convenient. Mm -hmm. um, it's because my dad already has an account um, that's, like, set up for family. So um, I just have one of the, like, um, offshoots of that account. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I still buy albums. Like, I went and bought vinyl, like, a couple weeks ago because I'm a... I'm hipster trash mm -hmm. and listen to music on vinyl. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I still am, like, very much so a fan of supporting the artist. And, Absolutely. like, um, if you really enjoy um, an artist's music, like, uh, you should be willing to pay for it. Um, I get that not everybody's in a situation where they can, but, and, like, that's why I haven't bought music as much recently is because, like, I have not been in a great financial situation, but when I can, like, I always love to um, give a little bit of that money, like, back to artists who have been very important to me. Yeah. Like, uh, especially since, like, music just kind of, like, help, has helped me through some of the hardest parts of my life. Sure. Like, I... I'm I am like conflicted a little bit like not not necessarily about supporting the artist but like on on like how like democratic music is supposed to be um you know I do feel like music should be like democratic and like I part of me feels like it should be free and for everybody and like you can't like once you put but a song exactly out there that's exactly why I think that like um I 
capitalism sucks. Yeah. And, like, I hate that um, there are barriers to people, like, um, being able to, like, listen to the music that they love and everything. Um, but, like, I... And I think that, like, people should have access to the music that they enjoy. I think that people should also, like, try to support the artists, though. Like, I think that, um... It all comes from, like, it shouldn't be a forced thing. It should come from, like, wanting to give back to the artists that you enjoy. Like, yeah. wanting to spend money on concert tickets, if that's your type of thing. Like, um, I think that uh, people um, people should, like, try to support the artists that they love, but they shouldn't be forced into it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I guess that's like a minor distinction but it's an important one yeah absolutely um yeah i really like that a lot i feel like that's evolved a lot from like my um views before which like were very one-dimensional like Mm -hmm. i didn't really think about like the um classism in a statement like everybody should like buy their music because like i think that it's nice um having options like like maybe spotify or like um the library or something like yeah. just check out an album like listen to it and hmm. enjoy it i remember like childish gambino said something along the lines of like asking for money for music is like paying for the smell of the bakery it's like kind of already out there in a sense yeah. but i do like yeah like there are people less fortunate than like gambino and like beyonce and whoever that like could use um the means to like keep doing their music and like yeah well which is why like local artists um <laughs> i am unwavering on that i will always oh, like, buy their music if i enjoy them but like bigger artists like uh beyonce or like um death cab for cutie has been a huge one for me like artists like that it's not as important that i give them my money mm. i just um will sometimes if i have a little bit extra yeah well speaking of uh Def Cap for Cutie, just kidding. Speaking of Beyonce, um, today we're going to be talking about Beyonce's Lemonade. So, yeah. That was a good transition that was tripped up by my attempt at a joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you nodded, but then recognized that, no, no one's going to be able to hear that. I know, so I feel you... like a lot of my um, communication is like nonverbal, mm-hmm. and so like being in a podcast, I feel like I'm being obnoxious because I have to be obnoxious in order for it to work. Yeah, um, so today we're going to be talking about Beyonce's Lemonade, um, and uh, this is the album you haven't listened to. Yes, I haven't listened to it, and it's not that, like, I didn't want to or anything, because I've been meaning to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Subtle little name plug there. Um, I, I just... appreciate it. <laughs> I just, uh, I hadn't gotten around to it because, like, because of not having the access, to be honest. Mm. Um, like, like I said, I've been in kind of, like, not such a great financial place recently. Um, like, there have just been a few things that I've kind of, like, so it's been a little rough. Um, and so I, like, wasn't able to go out and buy it or anything, and, like, it's not on Spotify, Mm. um, or, like, really streaming, so, um... Like, it just wasn't as accessible for me. But, like, I knew that it would be good. I didn't know that it would be as good as, it, like, it is. But, mm-hmm. like, I, yeah. Yeah. 
it's it's good that the reason isn't because you're racist. That's that's a good. I was like, I was kind of like holding my breath, hoping it wasn't that, and it wasn't. I was like, I'm very relieved. Oh, by the way, like, do you think um, Beyonce's um, previous album should have been called Milk Milk? I'm actually not like a huge um, like. Like, I don't follow Beyonce a lot. So, honestly, like, I don't know whatever reference you're trying to make. Or... What about, like, if her next album was, like, Around the Corner Where Fudge is Made? Anyway. <laughs> Someone had to make this once. <laughs> you thought I was, like, referencing something? Like something real, um, um, no, no, like, um, have you been like a so you're not a big like follower of Beyonce, like, um, I like have enjoyed the stuff that I've heard. I just um never really went out of my way to get into her music. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't, I'm not sure why. It's just kind of one of those artists that um, I like in passing and stuff, but like I never really like. <laughs> looked up her music and like really got into it yeah uh for i've listened to this album before um but it wasn't until like listening to it again for this podcast that i've really really started to like appreciate it and like yeah. really really well like i it. feel like i like it more every time i listen yeah to it. yeah absolutely like um we'll get into it uh further but um there are like two there are like two snl sketches that kind of like um, kind of described my preconceived notions of Beyonce um, before listening to the, like this album and and also her previous work. Um, but that's like uh, the first one is um, the Bajency, where like basically um, this guy's like, yeah, I don't really care about Beyonce, and then like it turns into like this thriller where like people are like chasing him down, and it's like it's like um, the Adjustment Bureau except with like. Um, you know, guys who love Beyonce and like they're they're like chasing him down, and he's like, "I like single ladies." Um, so there's that, and there's also um, the sketch, uh, the day Beyonce turned black, and it's basically a sketch where like a bunch of white people are like listening to her music, and they're like, "What if this isn't for us?" Like, <laughs> so that like kind of like kind of succinctly described my relationship to Beyonce before like kind of delving into the music um as a more mature man um like really like um i I just kind of was like take it or leave it like this is not i like this like this sounds good she's undeniably talented but um i just never really like like you i never really got my way to like listen to it like and like really really appreciate it so um yeah um so, how about we get into the album? Yeah. Yeah. Let's jump right in. Right after this break. Do, 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 do. And we're back. Hello. Hi. Yeah. Um, we just, uh, we, uh, took a little break, uh, got some water. I'm still, like, very nervous about this podcast. I hope it turns out okay. How do you think it's turning out? I think it's turning out all right. Yeah. I think, I think the beginning was a little spotty there, but we <laughs> nailed it down. As spotty as Spotify. So are we just doing an advertisement for Spotify? At <laughs> yeah, this like what? Is, <laughs> this is like a stealth. Like, oh, this album sucks. It's not even worth the title subscription. 
sucks so bad. Ugh. Spotify is you like, know actually listening to Lemonade on Title like made me because we got like a free trial for Title mm-hmm. like just to listen to this album. And um, that like made me like actually want to subscribe to Title. It's so good. I do that. Like it is like a noticeable like difference in like quality. Yeah, like it I think, really is. I also think uh, it was like I I've had like free subscriptions of Title in the past. Like a free not like many. Like, but I've had a free <laughs> subscription. You just create of... a new email all the time. <laughs> I I like uh, I had it before, but like I like had like not as good headphones. So there wasn't much of a difference. Oh, yeah, my yeah. headphones, like, are fucking amazing. Like, I just got, like, I just got these a few months ago, and I've just been using them to, like, listen to music, like, at lunch, at work. Mm. And, like, um, listening to, like, this album and those headphones, like, really made me appreciate it more, too. Yeah. So, basically, sonically, this album is fucking amazing. Yeah, let's talk about, like... Before we get into it, let's talk about our preconceived notions of the album itself, like Lemonade itself, not Beyonce as a whole. Um, what what were your preconceived notions of like this? Like, what did you know about it beforehand? I didn't really know a lot about it. Um, I just knew that a bunch of like uh, racists were mad about like her Super Bowl performance, or something. <laughs> um, and then uh, like I knew that it was like probably going to be good because like it is pretty universally liked Mm -hmm. um i knew that there are like 10 million people who wrote on it um and sorry go ahead yeah that's like something i want to talk about um is um the number of right that goes into my preconceived notions of beyonce in general like before kind of like doing a little research laying some answers on this um but there the number of writers on like these songs is like massive there are like 20 writers on like a song and um like ranging from like people who are dead to like like father john misty well yeah there are so many people that it's like i actually like listen to and like really enjoy um otherwise like anyway like um i did not expect that um ezra koenig of vampire weekend would write on there Mm -hmm. i didn't expect that father john misty would write on there like just a bunch of like alternative like I was gonna say alternative trash, but that's really rude. <laughs> I actually like love this music a lot. Um, just because I'm trash, just because I'm alternative trash, doesn't mean that the music is. Mm. But um, like artists that like I listen to a lot um, anyway, like that are just kind of like on my regular like uh, cycle of music, um, wrote on this album, and like that's just incredible to me that like she has so many people like backing her up and stuff too right well it's like i don't know just collaborating on things is like uh oh yeah and like fucking jack white too mm -hmm. like what the hell is that about like well hold on like um so i first of all um what that is like a fantasy of mine to have like um like these super like these very rich successful artists like Beyonce Kanye West and whoever like will have these like camps where they like get all these artists from like all over the place and they all just like you know like stay in like a hotel like stay in a house in like Wyoming or something and they all just like it's a, it's like a it's like camp it's like vacation where they just all work on the same album like someone's working on a song in that room someone's working on a song in that room. and that's like um I work on like I, I make my own show and um, that is like 
that is one of the main reasons I want to be like I want that show to be successful is to get enough like <clears throat> like get enough acclaim to like have that freedom and have that like those yeah. resources and that's like that is a fantasy of mine like just like everyone's working on the same thing we're eating together we're, we're all like just like enjoying each other and like there's no drama like that would that is the fantasy for me um but second of all like um i feel like sorry i feel like the reason there's so many writers is because um part of it's like to cover their ass like i borrowed like Sometimes they like take a sample of a well, song, yeah, of like a different they song. um interpolated like maps by yeah 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 mm, yeah which is like yeah yeah uh, that's one of the songs that like when I was like really starting to um get into like like to branch out in my music taste like that's one of the songs that like was just kind of thrown in there like I can't say that I've listened to that band a ton but like that song specifically like I know really well um. And, uh, yeah, some of it, like, I would say is definitely covering their asses, but, like, there's just, um, I don't know. Like, like the Father John Mystic contribution, I believe, is just, like, he sent, small, yeah. he sent, like, one thing and then they used it. Well, yeah, and, um, I think that it's really cool that, like, she has such a variety of artists backing her, though, and, like, she still makes it all her own, mm -hmm. like. Yeah, that's, um. And that goes into, like, my preconceived notions was, like, oh, she doesn't write her own songs? Like, she, that was, like, kind of my, like, bugaboo for well, yeah, a little bit of time. everybody likes the idea of, like, a singer-songwriter and stuff like that. Um, like, somebody who, like, writes their own songs, like, it's gotta be more genuine because yeah. of that. But, like, I wouldn't necessarily say that that's always the case. Like... E even, like, Taylor Swift, like, has, like, many people helping her out. Like, yeah. And it, it does take a village to, like make a sing like she's at the end of the day beyonce's like the ringmaster of just like she's like just it's her singular vision like i feel like no one else could write this album like no one else could do this album beyond besides her yeah there's so much um <clears throat> contribution to it but like it is an art like in the way that she incorporated all these different ideas there's like this like really like awful meme like uh of like uh you know bohemian like there's like queen on one side and it's like so you think you could stone me and spit in my eyes so you think you could love me and leave me to die oh baby like just like the lyrics of that song and it's like written by uh what's his name uh what's the guy's name uh freddie mercury freddie mercury like written by freddie mercury like there's like one side is that and then the other side's like Beyonce. It's like all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, all the single ladies, written by like twenty people, and then they they use that to like discredit Beyonce, like, and I think that's so shitty. Like, I think that's awful. Like, it's kind of first of all, like it's a poor understanding of how music is made, yeah. and second of all, it's like kind of like th he they were using the verse of that song, and they were using the chorus of Beyonce's song. Yeah, and also it's like it might it might be low key racist a bit too. <laughs> There's that. Well, yeah, I think it's very much so in the way that people look at like hip hop or rap or like all of these um, music styles that aren't predominantly white. Mm -hmm. They like look down upon it and um, think that like that's just shitty music because they don't understand it because it's not what they grew up with. Yeah, like no one gives like Breaking Bad crap for like having many writers. Like yeah. Like, so many people work on that show. It's not just, like, Vince Gilligan doing it all. But if it was just Vince Gilligan, it would probably be bad. Like, honestly. Yeah. 
So, um... Well, like, I think that that very much so, like, relates to kind of, like, the way that, like, your show has gone, like, with just, like, there are so many people that have, like, a hand in that, and, like, if you, like, you had the idea for it, but, like, you wouldn't be able to carry that, like, just on your own. Yeah. Like, that would drive you into the ground, and, like, it probably wouldn't be very good in the end. No, no, it would be... Like, your idea is amazing, but, like, it takes a village to bring stuff like that to life. It also would have taken, like, ten, ten years longer than... Yeah. Like... <laughs> and so it's taking... It's slow going now. <laughs> like, then it just would have taken forever. So... But, uh, like, I don't know. I think that, like, the collaborative spirit is, like, a really, like, powerful thing. And so I think that, like, this album wouldn't be what it is without, like all of the people going behind it. And, like, I think that, like, memes like that are fucking ridiculous because, like, you're talking about, like, literally a band. Mm -hmm. Like, it is not just Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Like, there is a lot that goes into that. There's, like, a lot of producing. There's um, a lot that, like, went into everything that they did live. Like... Also, like, that song, the Freddie Mercury song, like, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody, makes no sense. It's about nothing. (laughs) Like, it's... Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the Fandango? Oh, he's talking about the movie. He's talking company. about my cat. Oh right, 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 right. Oh, oh man, that is that's deep <laughs> actually. I like that. Yeah. Never mind. I, I take it all back. Uh, Queen is the best band. Beyonce is not a good artist. Queen is fucking fantastic. Beyonce is like fucking phenomenal as well. Like yeah. <laughs> you just can't really compare the two. So um. Yeah, those are kind of like our preconceived notions of. Um, I also like. Um, I, I, I again, I've listened to this, um, but um, before listening to it, like a couple years ago, I kind of just knew from like Twitter and Facebook, like, oh, Jay Z cheated on Beyonce, and like kind of that whole yeah. scandal, like informed like, the album. Knew enough of like what informed the album, but I didn't know like um, every element of it because mm. like. Uh, like, I don't know, I didn't, um, <clears throat> saying that it's an album about, like, their, um, relationship and about him cheating on her is, like, such an oversimplification. Right, yeah, yeah, that's, like, that's, um, but the album, like, it was, like, people on Facebook were going, like, oh, this is, this is Beyonce's divorce papers! Oh, yeah, like, I think when I was, um, cause sometimes it helps me to, like, absorb an album, like, if I'm, uh, like kind of, like, reading and, like, really, um, kind of taking in the words. So Mm -hmm. I did a little bit of that, like, in preparing for this. And, um, like, something that I, like, saw out there, like, while I was looking up the lyrics for one of them was, like, specifically about, like, don't hurt yourself. That, like, a lot of people were just, like, damn, like, (laughs) she, like, she's not just, she's, like, dropping divorce papers, Uh uh too, not just, like, a single. But it's, like, it is, like, um, first of all, uh, um, but it's it is an oversimplification because it's a whole like that's just like a part of it. Yeah. It's a whole like arc, and I think it's brilliant and fantastic. Um, and like just how she explores like all of these different ideas and that and, like all of, like all of these different phases. Like yeah. watching the um, like video for this was like uh, like. I don't know, it kind of blew my mind a little bit, I guess. It's, I, I didn't appreciate it when I first saw it, like, when I first saw it. Like, now, like, I, I really, really love this album a lot. 
Um, let's let's uh, take a quick break and then let's uh, talk about like let's go track by track and like talk about the album. How does that sound? Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's me, Andrew. Remember from a little bit earlier? I've been doing pretty good. You know why I've been doing pretty good? Because of this new web series called Delivered. That's right, Delivered. That's right, Delivered. Delivered is a six-episode web series following Corey, a college student and delivery driver who's wandering aimlessly through his life. And, okay, so this is the crazy part, alright? Get this. It's got jokes. It's got goofs. It's got gags. And it's even got a little bit of heart. Just a little bit. Like, not enough that it's like schmaltzy or anything. It's just got a little bit to like, it's got, it's got a pumping, beating heart. It's really lovely. And uh, it stars Ryan Luzzo, Kimmy Schofield, Kadeem Fuller, and Danielle Monson. And it's, it, I, I've seen the show myself. I'm not just talking out of my butt here. It's impeccably directed by Nick Morse and the music which is also really incredible, is by CU artist Sunny Chor and his Push Soul Collective. I mean, uh, there's, there's nothing more I could ask from this web series except maybe finding me long-lasting reciprocal love in my, um, <laughs> in my life. But, you know, that's maybe a little too much to ask for a locally made web series. So, I don't know. But, you know, if... I would say this would go from six stars to five stars if it was able to provide me that. But since that's a little unrealistic, I'd give it a five. So, um, yeah, you can find the show on Facebook and YouTube by searching Delivered Web Series. And by the time you hear this, at least the first three episodes will be available for your viewing pleasure. Episode four will be released September 25th, episode five on September 27th. And the finale on October 2nd, 2nd, 2nd. I'm so sorry, John, John Murphy, the director who paid me to do this ad. <laughs> I feel really bad. Um, so check out Delivered, the web series, today. Or tomorrow, but preferably today. I really love you. And we're back. Um... Let's uh let's go track by track, kind of talk about it a little bit. Um, the first uh, track is called uh, what's it called? Pray you catch me. Pray you catch I me. I opened up the track list yeah. because I knew that I would forget. The order. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on this song? Um, I think that like it's a solid like introduction mm-hmm. to the themes that they're going to be exploring, and it like um it just kind of like jumps right in to like um here's kind of what's going on like here like it sets the scene for the rest of it i guess yeah it it feels like the most personal of her project so far like yeah even like well like you already know like by just by the first like 30 seconds of the song Mm -hmm. that it's going to be like an emotional experience it's um yeah like uh i remember like listening to like um beyonce's uh you know titular album Beyonce and it's kind of it's um there are a lot of like even though it is like more personal than like for example Heaven is about her like um a miscarriage she had 
and it's like really powerful like really beautiful like um the majority of it's just like you know fun like they're fun and they're poppy and like they're like they're like there are a few ballads but like it's also just like just fun sexy songs and just like uh, about like uh marital marital love and such and um just here right out the gate it just goes into like um like how like heartbroken she is how like like beaten up she feels and like how like backstabbed she feels and yeah it's i i can't imagine like like and just like to go in like that is like really confident really like yeah like that is a gutsy move mm-hmm. Yeah, she just, like, she dropped, like her previous album, she just, like, dropped this out of nowhere. Yeah. And, like, no one knew what to expect. And probably, like, very little people, like, kind of knew about this. Like, they knew about, like, Solange, like, kind of beating up Jay-Z in the elevator. But no one knew what that was about, really. Yeah. Well, there had been rumors mm -hmm. for a long time. But, like... Rumor has it. Ooh. Hey, Adele, get out of here. Get the fuck out of my house. Hello from the other side. Oh, she's gone. Anyway. <laughs> I think she's... Uh, by the way, like, Adele shouldn't have... I, I love Adele. She's so talented. She um, she is, like, my aesthetic in a lot of ways. But Beyonce should have gotten the Grammy for this. Like, it's unfair. <laughs> I don't really keep up with, like, yeah. award shows. I, I, I think, so like, I Adele, like, kind of, like, broke off, like, the little trumpet on the, on the Grammy itself and gave it to Beyonce. Because she, even she, kind of felt the same way. Oh, like, like, <laughs> which good. is which is really sweet and like the best you could do in that situation. Yeah. Um, I I love them both. Hey Adele, um, if you're listening, please come on the show. Like, not in not for this episode, but for a different episode. Yeah, it was kind of rude to, for of you to just walk in here when we didn't invite you, but now we're inviting you. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. She's like a vampire. She can only like, we only let her in if she's invited. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this song's like really cool. Like, um, the production is like, yeah, like in the video, she's like borderline, like suicidal and like, kind of just like, I don't know if that's like representative of how she actually felt, but like the way it's like portrayed in the, in the movie, it's like very powerful. Like really very intense. Yes. Like she's, she's like crying and she's like, just like, she's like, she's like she's not wearing any makeup she's just like it's like she's like not like wearing any she's she's like wearing a zip up hoodie it's like yeah like it's very raw very personal like yeah which like <clears throat> like i said it just really sets the tone for the rest of the album like she gets very vulnerable and like um very real like which especially in the spotlight that she has like that um is unthinkable to me a little bit because like um i don't know you just don't really like see that as much and you wouldn't expect it from her like especially because of like um all of the like uh social capital that she has yeah like she it does like most of her moves like you know in terms of like releasing albums in terms of like concerts all it seems very like planned out and calculated i imagine like this was like a gut punch and like well, in, in an album like this, like, uh, just given who she is and, like, how people know her and stuff like that, like, you'd maybe expect, um, like, even, like, talking about the same thing, like, you'd maybe expect, like, one of the kind of middle songs, like, where she's more, like, kind of, like, 
like, sorry or something like that to, like, jump in with that, but, like, um, just to jump in, like, with something, like, very raw and very real um, is really powerful. Yeah. Uh, the second song is uh, what's called Hold, Hold Up. Hold Up. Um, and you were talking to me earlier about saying, like, this is one of your favorites? Yeah, it is. Um, that it is your favorite? It is one of my favorites. Okay, okay. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that's my favorite. And I would say that, like, the favorites that I told you have even shifted since then. Sure, sure. Just because, like, uh, the more that I thought about it, I was like, you know what? Actually, like, I kind of put it in this order. Mm-hmm. So Hold Up is, like, definitely, like, one of my top three. Yeah. Um, and, like, uh, yeah. What does, it, what does it mean to you? I, 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 I like... I like it, but it doesn't, like, um, I I imagine it doesn't have the same meaning it does for you as for me. Like, so, what do you, what do you feel about it? So, um, that one, like, I would say that, like, the ones that, um, like, my top favorites that I told you, like, I kind of like for different reasons. This one, like, a lot of it is in the sound, mm. um, more than anything, like, more than, like, <laughs> the depth as much, um, and, uh... Like, I don't know. I think that it's interesting that she followed up, like, right from the first one, mm-hmm. like, with this. Like, you wouldn't expect her to go in such, like, a bouncy direction, I guess. Yeah, like, especially after, like... Um, I love the video, <laughs> like, part Monster trucks! <laughs> like, Baseball bats! Like, okay, um, I really think, like, more albums should have this visual, like, aspect of it. Like, just commit like a whole yeah like... just audiovisual albums and like uh all of the um like things that she cut in with like she added 15 extra minutes to the album like just with like um additional like uh audiovisual things mm-hmm. and like i think that it's i don't know i just fucking loved it like yeah. um just the like it adds a lot to the story i guess i think like the thing i like about this song is like um how it like validates like feeling this way yeah oh that's definitely like one of the things that i liked about it it's like you know when like someone like wrongs you in this way it it makes it like throws your whole like kind of your world like out of whack well yeah and it's easy to feel like you're crazy too because like she um like because they're in a situation like that there's so much gaslighting that happens mm. and like i guess i connect to that as well because i've experienced that um and so like i don't know just kind of like validating that and saying like that she will like if people are going to like see her that way then like so be it and yeah stuff. and yeah like just like um yeah i think it's really the sound is great. Uh, her, like, <laughs> I, I didn't do it justice, but like, um, her, I, 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 well, yeah, it doesn't even sound like she's saying words there. <laughs> but like, first, it's just like the vocal. Like, I think in this album more than her other ones, her vocal range is so apparent. I know. Well, like, cause compare something like this with like six, six inch, uh-huh. and like, oh my god. <laughs> It's, I, I'm like, I'm, it's so impressive. And, uh, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, let's go into Don't Hurt Yourself. Ah, uh, that was another favorite of mine. I love it. I love <laughs> it so much. Like, um, 
And it's so true. Like the the central message of like, if you hurt me, you hurt yourself. Like you're yeah. you're lying to yourself by like you know, uh, you think you're being like slick by you know like gaslighting me or like uh, you know pretending like there isn't anything wrong. You think you're being like slick. You think you're be- you think you're passing, but like yeah. you're just lying to yourself. I just love how angry it is too. Oh yeah, like Jesus. <laughs> This is the song where Jack White kind of, like, provides, like, the instrumental, I believe. Uh, he also sings on it a little bit. Oh, okay. I didn't... I didn't like, the chorus. I don't know him well enough to, like, really, like... Um, I just know he, like, looks, like... He just has a very angry. distinct voice. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, like, I think that it was a very interesting combination. Mm-hmm. And, like, it worked really well for something like this. You could definitely tell that it's, like... Um, very heavily, like, influenced by Jack White, like, if you're familiar with him at all. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, um, just, this is probably, like, the most raw track on, like, maybe next to, like, uh, well, uh, I don't don't even know if I can say that. The entire thing is raw. (laughs) I don't even know I can say that, but, like, um, the, the, how angry she is, like, righteous anger, by the way. Yeah. It's right, it's, again, like, it's, Ugh, it's it's really just powerful. Like, it's amazing. Um, any any other? I feel like that? those are like buzzwords for this album. Very powerful. Very. It's raw. good. It's but good. it's true. Like, uh, what what? Any other thoughts on this? Like, any kind of? I think that like, um, the end of this one is very damn. Like, I don't know. Like. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of the like warning at the end and stuff Mm. like that and like i can understand why like not having listened to the entire thing you might or like not knowing how things pan out like you might think like she's getting a divorce yeah anyway the song is badass the song's badass um talk about let's uh talk about sorry sorry she ain't sorry huh she's not sorry um well what do you what, what do you think about this? I actually like it more than when we had that conversation about our top favorites. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't necessarily put it like in like my top three, um, but like, I did really enjoy it and like, uh, just uh, I don't know. It's a great follow up to "Don't Hurt Yourself." Mm. I here's here's what I here's my theory on this song um, is that you know it's right after "Don't Hurt Yourself." And, like, it's also, like, right before Six Inch. Uh, like, the placement of the this song is, like, really interesting to me. Yeah. Because um, uh, she's basically, and, like, in the movie, like, the kind of the subtitle is Apathy. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, you know, she, and I think, but basically I think this song is, like, you know, her mind state, her frame of mind in this, like, song is, like, um, it's, like, denial in a sense of like i'm not i'm gonna i'm gonna say this isn't affecting me i'm gonna like i think it's a coping mechanism to like be like you know screw you like i don't i don't care about this i i never i don't think about you while i imagine like it's still like yeah like well it's just kind of choosing to um like adopt the mindset of like uh you're not shit to me mm -hmm. and stuff like that when like she, I'm sure that she was still feeling like a great amount of hurt during yeah. that time. Yeah. Um. So like, I it's it's an empowerment anthem, and at the same time, it's like a 
it's a coping mechanism. It's like real. I think it's like really layered and really complex in that way. Like yeah. more so than like people give it like on the surface. It's just like a fun like uh, I'm dancing. Whoa! I'm doing I'm doing a backflip. Whoa! Yeah. Um, you, you... I love like just that um like uh just that part and stuff too. Like mm-hmm. that she repeats. Like I don't know why. I just really the love middle the fingers idea. up. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking about yeah, uh, and the Becky with the good hair like that's like kind of the one like the centerpieces like or like the thing like a lot of people kind of like took away from this yeah um well I didn't realize that it, like was from this yeah. specifically I have heard that reference but um so apparently um it's about a woman named Rachel Roy um that's kind of like the lady um Jay Z like cheated on Beyonce with. Um, but after this album came out, like, our, like, people sent, like, hate mail to, like, Rachel Ray instead, like, the chef, like, (laughs) because they didn't, (laughs) um, who apparently is a jerk, so, good riddance. Like, is she a jerk? Like, I remember, like, I was, I was at Red Lobster, coincidentally, and, like, (laughs) and, like, um, I was like, I was kind of like eavesdropping on this conversation about like Rachel. They went to a taping of Rachel Ray, and then she was like yelling at her like employees, like "Get over there!" Like, "What are you doing?" And then like when the cameras are on, they're like, "Hey, I'm Rachel Ray. I'm a gumbo or whatever I do." Um, and she's just like very pleasant, like when she's on camera, but when, like when she's off, like when it's the things turn off, she's kind of like rude and like, like I don't know. Six inch. Uh, this is like the low point in the album I feel like not like the low point as in like the song's bad or something oh, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. it's like really just like the like you go through all these phases and this is like depression <laughs> yeah it's like um like I think the the actual thing was emptiness so I'm not far off I guess mm-hmm. uh the weekend's on this song and he kind of like sings the first chorus I'm a huge fan of the weekend not really me neither like he's he kind of has that one like he has that one voice like he's he's kind of doing a michael jackson impression a little bit and it's also like he his lyrics are kind of gross all the time yeah yeah i don't i'm not i loved beyonce's version of the chorus better like when she was singing second money money everywhere she when she was singing it yeah instead of the weekend the weekend yeah i guess there's no e in yeah, there yes the, the weekend 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 <laughs> Uh, oh man, I would totally, um, you know, lift this uh, table, but my arms are weakened. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, what'd you think of this song? I, this is like my, oh shit. Oh yeah, this... you said this was one of your favorites, right? Yeah. I, I think it's like super cinematic, like the way she was singing. Um, it reminded me of like Frank Ocean at his best, like when he like kind of paints a portrait of someone else. Um. I but I do think like um, the woman she was describing in the song was like kind of like a metaphor for herself. Yeah, like this is how she felt like kind of just like going through the motions and like just like kind of dead inside. Yeah, which like I think that um, just how the song is delivered and stuff stylistically works really well for that too. Yeah, she her voice is very apathetic. This is this is my this is one of my favorites. I I like it a lot. Yeah, I liked it more the more that I listened to it. This was one that like really had to grow on me though, because like 
At first, I wasn't a huge fan. Yeah. I don't know why. I just... Uh, Probably partially because the weekend's in it, and so that gave me, like, a bad idea of it. I'm glad he cut his hair. Like, that's what I'll say about, like, <laughs> <laughs> his, his hair's, like, was atrocious, like, before. Welcome to Hair Talks. <sighs> you were making that joke <laughs> well, before, welcome, but when I make it... Welcome to Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> that was better! That was a better joke! <laughs> it was not. Okay. Um, I mean, okay, maybe. <laughs> let's talk about this one last song, and then like, let's go to a break. Um, Daddy Daddy Lessons. Um, it's kind of like a country, like New Orleans-y flavor type song uh, with the... Yeah. I'd... Yeah, I liked it. It's not... It wasn't, like, my favorite. It wasn't my favorite either. But, like... It was, it was the, okay. The message, I don't have much to say about it. The message, I, I imagine that, I think the message is like, you know, um, you know, her dad kind of warned her about people like him. Like, if you see like a man like me, like my daddy said, shoot. And like, uh, it's kind of like, kind of about Jay-Z, kind of about her dad at the same time. Yeah. Um, not, nothing really like talk about there like i mean that's really the central concept there's not like it's a very simple song but like i think that that works for it stylistically and it gives kind of a break after like the darkness of everything before it <laughs> it's a, i i kind of like see it also as like um you know she kind of has to search within too to like kind of figure out how to deal with this like yeah. terrible thing um, like, you know, where she came from, what she believes. That's a good point. She's kind of, like, reflecting on it a little bit. But I kind of, like, uh, it's not that deep. Like, it's not that, yeah. like, nothing, I don't know. Um, it's kind of a bummer note to end the commercial break on. But, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on a song that was, it's kind of okay. Um, but, uh, we'll be back, uh, after these messages. Do you like movies? Yeah, I like movies. Well, you would like the movie theaters. Wow, now that the movie theaters exist, I go to the movies all the time. Thanks, movie theaters. Movie theaters. They're there. They're there. <laughs> They're there. Okay, and we're gonna go. <laughs> okay, we're back. Um, and um, we're gonna talk about... Um, Beyonce's Lemonade. Um, so yeah. we were continuing from the... We're, we were still doing the track by track, and uh, where we left off now is Love Drought. So what do you think of Love Drought? Love Drought, like, to me, was kind of the weakest song on the album, I feel like. Yeah. I felt the same way. Yeah. Did any... Like, I, I don't know. What were your thoughts on it? Um... I kind of, I kind of saw this as like, you know, Beyonce and Jay kind of going through like therapy in a sense. Like I saw this as like kind of the in between of like. Um, well, I think the word for this one was reformation, so I could see that. Yeah, just kind of like, you know, they're kind of like, uh, they're past like this ang the initial like anger. They're past the initial like feeling of betrayal, and they're just like trying to like make sense of it. I think. Um, yeah. That's how I felt. That's how I kind of interpreted that song. But um, Which, like, it's kind of a weird in-between phase. So maybe that's why, like, it um, is kind of 
Like, maybe that's why it feels kind of weaker. It, it, and also, like, you know, it's trying to see the love that's there. Yeah. It's trying to, like, okay, this happened, this was terrible, but, you know, there's there must be something. Like, there, there if we keep digging, I guess, maybe there's reconciliation, but I don't know, you're kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's like there are a lot of questions posed in this album, and this just seems kind of like a really confused phase, and then like the next song is like where the answers like come in. Yeah. Uh, so going into the next song is yeah. Sandcastles. Which was my favorite one. Me too. Same. <laughs> Samesies. Wait, hold on. Same. 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 We're not. We can't do no. that forever. Uh, so um, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. Uh, just the first of all, the vocal performance. Oh yeah, that's fucking amazing. It's so good. Oh, and like the well, heart- and it's so like simple and like I feel like that's kind of how it was meant to be. Is like just a little bit more stripped down and stuff, and like it's just her voice really stands out and. The harmonies, like yeah. kind of layered harmonies, uh, this is this is the best one. Like, and um, I also um, I kind of saw this as like, um, you know, despite the this um, betrayal and like infidelity and like this trust being broken, um, Beyonce choosing to forgive. Um, Jay-Z not like her, her husband not because of anything he's like really done good yeah she's not like um, it's not like he did something to make up for mm-hmm. it or anything like she is she sees the situation for what it is and everything and like she um, just chooses forgiveness which is like I think that's the way that need like oftentimes it's not that's not the way that you'd expect it to go, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like, especially given some of the other songs on this, um, like, kind of in the middle of things, like, because, um, yeah, I guess she, like, does go through these different phases and mm-hmm. stuff, and, like, uh, some people just stay at the, like, sorry phase, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, I, I was gonna, uh, like, uh, forgiveness isn't, like, often presented that way it's like yeah as a choice as uh, well, like, as the people say like you have to forgive someone because like otherwise like you, that's only hurting yourself and stuff like that and i think but like that's not necessarily true there there's like, a current there's a kernel of truth in that but like it's it is like um no i think that um choosing to hold on to like bitterness is a different thing than choosing to hold on to like to uh, choosing not to forgive someone hmm well, could you expand that? Expand on that a little bit. Like, uh, I think that there's, it's just inherently different. Um, when you choose not to forgive someone, sometimes like, I don't know. You're right that it's not typically can like presented as a choice, and so people feel like they have to do that, and like there's a lot of shame that happens in that. Right. Um, and. Uh, sometimes, like, a great act of self-care is, like, not forcing that on yourself. Yeah. And, um, like, like, I think that because of the shame that comes with it, like, it's important, um, to, like, give yourself the choice 
like mm-hmm. um it's empowering for that decision to be put like in your own hands and stuff like when you've been through um something traumatic yeah and uh like it's okay to choose not to forgive someone like you don't necessarily base your entire life around like um the hateful feelings that you might hold or anything like that you don't live your life based on this thing that happened like you try to move on and you try to heal from it but like forgiveness doesn't inherently have to be part of the healing process Hmm. well the way i think of it is like uh forgiveness like if you're um kind of if you feel like you have to forgive that person or like um you know i have to do it like it's not a choice then i don't think that's forgiveness Uh, because it's just like you know to make things complacent like to kind of just like gloss it over or it's okay um but i think of forgiveness as like it's a thing of strength it's um it can be but choosing not to forgive can also be like an area of strength i think well um let me i want to like clarify this thing you said a little earlier about um like holding on to bitterness and not forgiving are different i was like wondering if you could like kind of clarify that a little bit because i kind of think of them as very the same well not choosing to forgive someone is not the same as being bitter about it Hmm. like um I, I don't know. I don't want to get too personal. No, no, no. This, like, that's, that's fine. That's fine. We like uh, this is our first episode. So. <laughs> episode three, super personal. <laughs> um, like. Also, like we can cut some parts out <laughs> if it's too, you know, too dark or too personal, or you don't want to share. Well, being bitter is. Um, like holding hatred and resentment in your heart it's something that is inherently harmful towards you because Mm -hmm. like you are um like it is kind of like this hatred that impacts you on a deeper level and like you just can't let it go yeah um forgiveness or unforgiveness isn't necessarily not being able to let something go it's choosing to like and it in some aspects in some situations not every situation is the same um it can be like an act of forgiving yourself too and an act of like being kind to yourself i guess Hmm. um and choosing not to forgive someone else who has hurt you well i think there's a difference between like um letting someone off the hook and uh like you can like let go of these feelings of bitterness like i'm not going to let this control my life anymore but that's not the same as forgiving someone you don't think that is no. i think that i that's how i think of it like it it's not like um but like because my... forgiving someone inherently has to do with that other person letting yourself like off the hook and like letting um letting yourself uh feel these emotions and everything and like actually get through them and stuff that's not um the same as not uh like i don't know i'm like wording this really weird no um audience um if you have like thoughts about this like please like this is a sincere call like like message us and like uh email us at uh 
I've been meaning to listen to that at <laughs> I've been meaning to listen to that at gmail.com and like give us your thoughts. Like I we would really love to kinda of hear what you have to say about it. If anyone cares. <laughs> if anyone really is listening. But... Like I specifically think of situations like when it comes to forgiveness, just because of like the personal stuff that I've been through. Um, I specifically think of situations um, of, like, abuse or, mm-hmm. like, um, just, I don't know, like, that's primarily what I think of, I guess. Like, there are other things as well, but, um, and in those situations, like, you don't have to forgive and like just acknowledging that like you don't have to forgive them and acknowledging this is a real thing that happened and like my feelings about it are valid like is like very empowering um especially considering like when it comes to emotional abuse and stuff like that like the amount of gaslighting that goes on Mm um i think that it's important to um be able to validate those feelings and sometimes that doesn't go well with like forgiving another person like I think that um so much healing comes from being able to say like this is what happened um but like this isn't my whole life like I can move on Mm -hmm. from this and uh forgiveness inherently to me has to do with the other person and sometimes like in those situations like it's hard to forgive them and it shouldn't be like this there shouldn't be this pressure like this is the only way that I'll heal because that's not how it works for everyone in some situations that is like that's the only way to let go of it is to forgive the other person um and in some situations it can be like empowering to forgive someone like I think that um this song shows that and Mm -hmm. it like shows that side of it like the um empowerment and like choosing to forgive someone but i don't think that choosing not to forgive someone is an inherently worse choice no i don't think i don't think that either wow yeah um (laughs) so um yeah like this is a good song guys yeah it is this is a good song we really (laughs) like it a lot um, I like the line, um, show me your scars and I won't walk away. Like, that's really beautiful, I thought. Um, because it's, um, <clears throat> and it kind of goes into, like, um, skipping ahead just a teeny bit. Like, we'll talk about the next, we'll talk about the other song. But, like, uh, in the song All Night, like, um, there was a line along the lines of, uh, we found the truth beneath the lies. Like, so, um, it's kind of yeah, like, I, like I, I like it too. And, uh, what's it called? Just like I don't want to like I don't want to say it in a way that's like, uh, oh, like it's also her fault too because like this is clearly more his fault than her fault. Um, but understanding each other and understanding, I feel like cheating is a symptom of a bigger problem. Like it's it's acting out in a way like to like yeah. self-sabotage or well because in, if there wasn't a problem in the relationship then like you wouldn't feel the need to do something like that mm-hmm. um, and that's not saying that it's that the problem that exists is anyone's fault mm-hmm. 
but it is there. Yeah, it's uh, forward is um, just kind of like a little ditty, like of. I don't really, I don't really have that strong of an opinion on it. Like, yeah, I could really take or leave that one. Like, he, f- James Blake is like white, boring Frank Ocean. <laughs> really they're like they're also like friends they know each other they work together um and uh james blank also like kind of uh you one of his james blank james blank might as well be am i right ladies <laughs> yeah i was kind of just take or leave it just, yeah yeah it, he's 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 very talented he's a good singer um but just i don't really know, even know what it's about really Moving forward? Yeah. Forward! <laughs> hey, James Blake, get out of here! I'm leaving! He just left. Do you care that James Blake just walked into the door like, and sang <laughs> the titular song we were talking about? No? No. Nah, me neither. Um, I think that, like, forward is just kind of like something that's just thrown in there like to move from one thing to the next because like freedom and sandcastles are such inherently different songs yeah it's just, it's just like a little nice coda like yeah. to, to the end of sand but i feel like sandcastles is so perfect that yeah like, it's weird to kind of add anything to it um next up is i mean it's really like shit. tough to follow even if it was like a really good song yeah next up is freedom uh what do you think of this? I, yeah. What do you think of this? I love it. I think I think I'd heard this one before I heard the album. I, uh, part of me is like, I get it in terms of like, oh, this is an empowerment album. Like this is a song of empowerment for like, you know, black women and like, kind of like railing against like, uh, systematic oppression and such like stuff like that, and. I get the idea of like, oh, she's trying now. She's trying to like reach outside of herself, of like, because like, up to this point, it was very very personal. Now yeah. she's kind of like reaching out and saying like, you don't have to deal with this. Like, yeah, I think that really the last few um, songs on this album kind of reach out a little bit more. But at the same time, I kind of it doesn't like. I don't. It does feel a little jarring of like, because up to this point it was very personal, and now it's kind of just like a more. Um, it's more for other people. Like, which... well, I think that's why Forward is there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like Kendrick a lot. Uh, like, he's kind of talking about oppression. Uh, he, he does something really cool where, like, um, you know, he counts from ten to five in like his verse, basically. You 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 know what I'm talking about? No. Hold on, let me look up the lyrics. Ten Hail Marys, I meditate for practice. Channel nine news till I'm moving backwards. Eight blocks left. Deaf is around the corner. Seven misleading statements about my persona. Six headlights waving in my direction. Five O asking what's in my possession. (laughs) I just did the whitest read of that in the world. (laughs) Um, But that, yeah, I thought that was really clever. Um, I love just like technicals, like stuff like that. Like that, that makes me geek out. I love Kendrick. Um, King Kendrick and Queen B, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, any other thoughts on uh, freedom? I mean, like, I, 
don't really have a lot to say about it necessarily, mm-hmm. but like, I really like it. I think it's brilliant. Like, it it ja- it jazzes me up. Yeah. So, like, that's all I really got. Uh, next is all night. I love the trumpets and the. Some of these I just don't feel qualified to speak on. Uh, yeah, that's, to be that's totally fair. Like uh, freedom and then um, formation. formation. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's that's a totally fair like again like uh the day Beyonce turned black. It's kind of like this like I don't part of me doesn't feel qualified to like speak on these things, but yeah. we're doing our best and, and we're trying not to like, you know, step into territory like territory that's out of our lane in a sense. Yeah. Um cuz like a lot of this is very universal. Like so even like freedom of just like trying to break free of like, you know, stuff like that, you know. In a more vague sense. Yeah, yeah, it has a vague personal sense, but, like, it really... That's not its intended thing, yeah. for the most part, yeah. Um, All Night is really good. I, and the video... Like, people always talk about, like, how, like, Beyonce and, like, you know, Beyonce's super out of Jay-Z's league, which is true, but, like, seeing that video, like, seeing the movie, and, like, yeah. them together was, like, really sweet. I, I really... I liked them together, like... I don't know. It kind of works for me. So, um, her her vocal performance is great. It's very triumphant. Uh, it's um, the trumpets are really awesome. Like, <laughs> 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 someone um someone should like uh, if anyone knows how to like edit audio, someone should like edit in my trumpet noises like in the song <laughs> I feel like I'm talking too much um, what do you think of this song I like it <laughs> great uh, <laughs> no I think it's good and I think it would have made sense to be the end of the album to be honest mm-hmm. like formation is good formation um, going but, to sorry. like while it's like really good it is strange to come after this song because like either um uh all night or freedom like would have been a logical end to the Mm. album so well in the original hbo cut of this lemonade like uh the movie um formation was just like the end credits like there wasn't like it wasn't like in the title version it kind of just like plays the music video but like formation was the single for this um they kind of didn't know People were kind of, like, going to this album expecting, like, an album of formation, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, see, this I is think the, that the timeline of that stuff, like, definitely helps them. This is, like, uh, what's it called? Um, you know, this is why, like, people were pissed about the Super Bowl. Like, um, so, um, formation. People you said always pissed about the Super Bowl, I yeah. feel like. Oh, Katy Perry. Left Shark? You kidding me? Left Shark? Sorry, I, I just I just get steamed about Left Shark every so often. You woke my cat up. I'm sorry, but Left Shark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do you think of Formation? Um. Wow, we're just skipping right to Formation. I wasn't prepared. I don't know. Like, <laughs> what do you want? To, is there anything else about All Night that you kind of like? I don't really have a lot to say about it, but like I do kind of agree with what you were saying that like uh, the video and everything like kind of 
just how the end of it kind of like turns into like a montage of like different like home videos and mm -hmm. stuff like that is really cute. Yeah. Um, and like, yay, it all worked out. Um, <laughs> Formation is another one that I don't really feel qualified to speak on. Sure. But like, um, I liked it. I liked it too. And like, I, I, this is the song I kind of like was like more indifferent to, uh, towards like, the couple, first couple times I listened to it because like like you were talking about of like I don't feel qualified to enjoy this or anything like that like yeah. I'm not I mean sure. I think you can enjoy it and that's fine but like just recognize that the song's not necessarily for you yeah um but it sounds great like her like her confidence and like her like um you know uh also it's a reward for us guys you know for um you know doing a good sexual performance we get red lobster like that's a that's a fun thing cheese biscuits what do you think of the cheese biscuits and red lobster <laughs> that's the only reason <laughs> I, I'm considering cutting that out <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I thought, I thought it was all right. I, I thought, I think, I think it's just like fun and bouncy and I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, do you want to hear, um, Beyonce actually like, um, I have some lyrics here about like, um, there were like some previous drafts of, uh, you know, this song and there were like, uh, different purposes for like why the song was like, like there were kind of like different, like. For example, like she wrote like um, this, uh, she wrote a version of the song where it's to you know girls in um, an after-school church program, like to avoid to like promoting abstinence basically. So it says, um, "Okay, ladies, let us avoid temptation." There's another one here. Um, it's a it's um, she wrote a version of the song where uh, it's for a pound, you know, it's for like um, an animal shelter basically. And it says, "Okay, ladies, let us buy some Dalmatians." So, it's pretty cool to see the behind-the-scenes like process of how that came together. You look really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> that joke didn't land. <laughs> oh, and that concludes Beyonce's. Lemonade. Yeah. So, um, let's uh, give our final thoughts and uh, kind of give it a rating. And, like, ha we're going to have our own fun little, um, you know, rating system for each album. So, I, I could go first to maybe give you some time to think. Maybe. Um, I think this is a fantastic album. Um, as, and... As I listen to it more and more, each song has a very specific purpose. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Her vocal performance and the production is so varied, so like all over the place in a good way. And like the range, the the range of like the different songs is very impressive. How she'll do like a country song, and then she'll do like this cinematic, like dark, eerie kind of narrative. And then she'll do like this, like raw and naked, just 
vulnerable song about like her heartbreak and well, and I think that like that kind of goes back to the collaboration element of it and everything like yeah just everybody brought something else to it sure and, like then she um, just worked her magic and mm-hmm. like made it all fit together somehow absolutely yeah it's like again like I I stand by the statement about like th- I I feel like this only Beyonce could make this album like. It feels so. It's so specific, and it's so. It, it, I like. I just feel like some albums, like oh, like this guy can get do something similar, um, but I, I feel this is so specific to her and so, like, molded to her talents and like you know, I, I think it's um. Yeah, it, it's um. There, there are like maybe a few weaker moments, but all in all i think it's just like an outstanding wonderful album well and even the weak moments like really aren't that bad no no not not, they're like they're necessary they're they're necessary and um there's a lot of even if they're fun to listen to like if nothing else yeah um they're not no no songs are kind of like a drag to listen to like they're that often will happen with some albums that i like um so i'm gonna give this Nine out of ten six-inch heels. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, I enjoyed it a lot. I hadn't heard it before this, obviously, because that's the whole idea of this thing. Mm-hmm. And um, like it, I really liked it the first time that I heard it, and I'm not sure um what I was necessarily expecting, but like it somehow exceeded my expectations anyway. Um. And just every listen, every listen, um, it just got better. Um, and like, I, I don't know. It's just so layered. Like there was something new on every listen as well. Um, it was raw and emotional and like so bravely vulnerable. Like you just don't see that very often. Oh, absolutely. Um, And like, there's so much like power and like that level of like vulnerability as well and like she um did it amazingly um and like sonically like it was good like like andrew was saying it had huge range um yeah i just really loved it and so i'm gonna give this um 10 middle fingers up whoa that's amazing yeah yeah so um that was Beyonce's like, Lemonade. Honestly, I haven't followed her music before, but I'm probably going to start now. Oh, yeah. Like, um, what's it called? Um, her The the previous album is, uh, like, Le- Beyonce is, like, very, very good, too. Like, it's, like, super just catchy and fun. And, like, um, she's all, she's very happy around that time, even though it's all a lie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, um, and this, like, this and... Um, that previous album like kind of like shows that she's just beyond like a hit maker she's beyond like you know all the single ladies or like um you know just songs like everybody kind of she's like an i think she's an artist like she's like yeah definitely incredible artist and like crafts this incredible album too like beyond like these singles that like i feel she's known for so um that was um that was beyonce's lemonade uh now we're gonna do a little segment where we kind of um, 
talk we kind of like talk about songs that we have listened to that yes. we've me- we've meant to listen to and have listened to and then we're going to like put it on a Spotify Spotify playlist um what should we call it just like should we just call it the I've been mean to listen to that po- like playlist or yeah yeah I've been meaning to listen to that the playlist parentheses songs I've been meaning to listen to it's probably going to be simpler songs I've been meaning to listen to in parentheses that I have listened to I've been meaning to listen to that, parentheses, and I did. And I did. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's so accomplished. I, I like it. that. That's I like cute. it. I like it. Okay. That's going to be the official title of the playlist. So, um, I'll go first. Um, the song I want to include on, to kick off the playlist with like a kick, um, is, uh, This Is America by Childish Gambino. So this song is like really good, and it it feels very uh, similar to a lot of Lemonade, especially formation of how urgent it is, how like political it is, and um, the the music video is something else. It's so like I'm sure everyone's seen it at this point, um, but it's so like I feel like um, his career, Donald Glover's career has been culminating up to this point where he could be at the top and like have a music video and a song that like is number one and like deserves to be up there big trigger warning for like gun violence sure sure (laughs) yeah um but yeah um that's um also like the song itself is very um on the song itself there's no like guns on it like yeah yeah um but it's like very um yeah i was just talking about the video sure 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 um it's the the song is very layered and it like like I said it culm- like it's a culmination of all his like talents like he does that neo soul like screaming and he like his like rapping is like reminiscent of his Stone Mountain project and like um, it's like art it's very artistic like you know because of the internet and it's just like really really incredible so that's my pick so my pick is. Um by Janelle Monet. Uh, it is from her most recent album, Dirty Computer. Um, it's Make Me Feel, which Ooh. is just like really like poppy and like feel good and like um, the entire album is great. By the way, you should listen. to Let that. me just uh, press um, <laughs> play on the song. Wow, that sounds really good. We're hearing it right now. Yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> but. Uh, like, I don't know, that, uh, there's not really, like, a whole lot to say about it. It's just, like, very feel-good. Um, it's very, like, Prince-sounding, sure. to be honest. Um, like, actually, I think he helped out with that album in some what? parts. Really? So, yeah, before he had died. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sad note. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I just think that it's really enjoyable it's something like that um i appreciate a lot as a queer woman and mm. stuff like yeah yeah uh so that and that will uh, conclude our episode so my babbling about <laughs> no no no, no, no. Uh, it's all it's all good so that's the end of our episode thank you for listening if you've gone this far um and to close the out the episode uh i have written something 
uh, on this piece of paper that she she's never seen this before. Have no. you seen this before, young woman? Don't call me young woman. Sorry. First okay. of all. Um, um, no, I have not seen this before. Okay. Young man. Oh. So, okay, I'm going to open this up. And three, two, one. Jay-Z, more, more like, like lazy. lazy. All right.